0: You've tuned into the R.U. Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the R.U. Screening podcast. I'm your host, R.U. own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week we're doing uh, Firestarter, um, but also I got uh, fair amount of yeah, other goodies. things to talk about in this uh, weird, you know, wasteland of there's <laughs> there's nothing out, and everyone has seen Doctor Strange, who's going to already so. Right. Uh, you know, even that's not this weekend. There's a uh, men is like the, I don't know, the big thing, biggest big thing, I guess, thing or yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, and I was looking ahead. I'm not going to go through the whole schedule this week of uh, what's coming up because you know I did that not too long ago. Right. But um, it 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 just continues like that through the summer and yeah, it's, and it's very weird and it's um. It seems like at this point, there is a, a weird, uh, you know, like the, the studios want everyone to go. Everyone uh, wants to make sure that, you know, it's not just streaming offerings and there are things right. in theaters and all that. And everyone's hyping this like crazy, yeah. Uh, especially from like, you know, the studio end and and uh, and even just all sorts of people in the industry, right? And right. like directors and actors and everything and are hey, yay theaters and right stuff. yeah but it's like you know on another level they're not as behind it as they say right because they're still a little scared of it and it is it, it it looks like if you look at the next three or four months as they stand now if nothing you know gets moved or changed or whatever there is a really weird uh i mean this is like crazy you know like before the pandemic you would you would never see this right like right. something opens every week right I mean especially some, in the summer something fairly decent opens every week, yeah uh and yeah, like you said, especially in the summer, especially in the summer and especially like right after school starts, right, right. like right. there's like every week there's something for a while, yeah, and then you do kind of get like that Peter's uh, elephant you get like that gap where all the t v <laughs> shows come out right, then they're maybe not hitting so hard. But you really have this whole exactly like this, uh, Doctor Strange thing, you know? It's like mm-hmm. Doctor Strange comes out, then you got at least one week, yeah. And like in this case, you got two where nothing huge comes out again, and then it's like, you know, Top Gun, Thor, whatever you yeah, know, right. big then movies are coming out and everything. But, uh, but all of them pretty much, anyway, for the whole summer, it's like. Something big comes out, and then we give it like a week yeah. where it gets both those weeks and sometimes two. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's just, it's weird. So, uh, which is, I find especially weird because it's like you're making the case for streaming. Right. You know, it's like there's, a, right. <laughs> uh, you know, Doctor Strange is not going to get uh, everything week after week that much. Yeah. Right. To, and the big to story. where it's that big a difference and uh and streaming is having all kinds of stuff come out yeah. every time you turn around right and if it doesn't have uh its own new things or new movie or new series coming out uh then you're getting stuff like uh you know then you catch up to the lost city on like right. paramount plus that right. just came that just, out like that uh, just dropped yeah i don't know week ago uh Two weeks ago? I don't know. It might have been on the weekend or yeah. whatever. It. I mean, it's very recent. Yeah. But uh, but that's just you know continuing to get uh, you know you miss something. Well, it's still a it thing is. that was right. just in theaters. So we'll watch that. And I don't know. So it's going to be a weird summer. And there's going to be uh, you know Thor's going to make a ton of money. You know, yeah. Top Gun is Jurassic Park. Top Gun is going to do pretty well. Yeah, you got the new Jurassic Park, yeah. and and those are all going to. Make their money, but it's just weird how the we're still sticking with this kind of a
1: staggered. Oh, yeah, little, yeah uh, right. we
0: don't believe people will show up every week, or we don't believe enough people will show up every right. week, and and we don't want to. Uh, you know, the people who are going to go to the movies, we don't want to force them into. Man, but I was just there last right. week because right. we don't think that that's gonna. Yeah work out. I don't know. It's weird. And
1: they don't think that the audience has a memory of like, remember it was just a couple years ago. You guys came all the time. Right. <laughs> you know, which is literally
0: not true, but you know, they, they think <laughs> but it they is for, it is for some It would be people, for us, anyway. but you know. Uh, so anyway, it we are in the middle of uh, Firestarter <laughs> men uh, Yeah. Do you see leaving it, the door open? The
1: two things because you were just saying, you know, just it, the two quick tidbits I thought not interesting, interesting, but it was just notable to see, was that the Doctor Strange news was how much it fell off last week. You know, that was the big thing. I haven't read any of the reviews, but seeing all the reviews and everybody fawn over Maverick has been interesting. Yeah. Because I'm like, I mean, I like Top Gun, but my worry is that this is getting the... J.J. You know, Abrams' Star Wars version, where they're just going to retell it. Like every time I right, see a trailer, right. there's a volleyball scene, there's a singing scene, you know, and I, I get it. So now Maverick is Tom Scarrett's character. So it's actually just the same And it's really just the movie, same story, right, you know, right. instead of Miles Teller being Maverick this time, you know, that kind of thing. But I saw some weird blip on, um, yeah. oh, I mean, and it was Rotten Tomatoes. So it made me think of you anyway, because right. you've got the famous takedown of Rotten Tomatoes scores, but it said, you know, the first film in however long to get a perfect rating and i'm like shut up how many how many critics did that so I looked over and there weren't many but it's like getting like 87 from most people that've right. seen it already and i'm like what if i live in a world where top gun is like you know Ma- maverick is like my favorite film of the year like what is happening with what's happening if i watch it and i'm like maybe it's Fury Road. Maybe I walk right, into this right. and I'm like, whatever. And then I come out and, and I'm like, all of a dude, I'm signing a up. Right. I'm enlisting. Like, they need me. <laughs> I'm going in. Yeah, it, you it's know, just weird. I, you it know.
0: really seems like such a weird movie too because <laughs> there are obviously you got a, a bunch of people who are going to want to see it, who are sure. going to rush to it, right? right. It's got uh, plenty of fans, but it also <laughs> it, it also is such a strange thing where, you know, it's like, All of a sudden, now you come out with like Dirty Dancing too, or something, right? It's like such a weird thing. Like it's so long ago. Why now? It's like having the Sonic movie, or something. You know, it's like who the hell is doing (laughs) Sonic the Hedgehog (laughs) stuff now? Like you're, like you just let your audience. And it's not like Top Gun. I mean, who knows? Maybe it is in some houses or something or whatever. Be careful. But it doesn't seem like Top Gun is the sort of thing that has. Uh, you know, continued any hold over right. the cultural zeitgeist right. of the world, where yeah. like people are still watching it every year, right. or it's not like Star or Wars, forcing Wars the it on our kids, right. Or, right. or yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, it's sure.
1: And then it's all of good. a sudden,
0: it's just like, hey, new movie. What? <laughs> Guess
1: what? Yeah, we yeah. poured all of our resources and <laughs> talent into making Maverick, and it's gonna blow you away. Like, yeah, really. And I mean, it's. I mean, so, I'm open it, to it. It's but. so
0: weird because it it clearly will make money. Yeah. Right? Right. Um, but at the same time, it's also clearly just like, you know, Tom Cruise's Vanity Project. Right. Right. Like, right. he just wants to do it again. Right. And he just has the benefit of uh, having a built-in audience for his Vanity Project. Right. that He wants to... Let's I want to fly a plane again let's, or whatever. Yeah. Like I mean, it's... Okay. I don't know. We'll see how that works out. But yeah. uh, before we jump into uh, Firestarter, I wanted to uh as I kind of alluded to talk about some stuff that is on streaming and I've been trying to do this every week because uh as we've noted there aren't that many offerings. Um but so we we do have some interesting things that are on screening for you to catch. Uh like I just said, uh The Lost City is on Paramount Plus. Yep. Um and and it is a weird movie, man. I mean you it saw is it? uh yeah yeah it's uh I mean, it's old news now because it was in the theaters a while ago, but it is such a weird, you know, Sandra Bullock is in a odd position in this movie. Okay. And she's not really like the rom-com queen right. anymore. Right. Right. Uh, but it's such a weird movie. It's like a rom-com adventure, but the trailers are almost a little bit misleading unless I just didn't see the right ones. Yeah. Uh because she's like a romance novelist and Oh god, I didn't even know that. And uh <laughs> and uh So it's all romance. Daniel Radcliffe is the bad guy and uh and, and yeah, and they you know, they events conspire to get her into the jungle so they can do this This is ad, romance in this ad, novel adventure-y stuff. No, it's not at okay. all. um but it is uh it's it, it's such a goofy movie. <laughs> like <laughs> it's uh it's like rom, but you know the romance is, uh, this, you know this guy who's like a moron basically, right? And yet, what's supposed to happen is we're supposed to, you know, be won over to like him as a moron. But it's not. Right. It's not like we're showing that he's not a moron. We're just. <laughs> we just want you to like him anyway, mm. or whatever. Okay. <clears throat> and and so all of the comedy is like goofier. He's a moron. Comedy right. stuff, and so like nothing is really funny. The only <laughs> thing that's good in the movie, and I, and I will get like if I was if I have to rate this like right now, I mean I might give it like a two. It, Ooh, it, like God. It, like it's I awful. It was be better it's, than that. it's horrible to watch. Right. <laughs> oh, like no. No, nothing is romantic and nothing is comedy. Right. Uh Daniel Radcliffe, who is you know pretty okay because. It's he's January doing what month. he's supposed to be doing. Right. Right. But his character goofy. His character is like a weird caricature where we want to make fun of rich people for a little while. So here's how we'll show that they're fantastically stupid. Yeah. Um, but, you know, his overall, his character is like goofy. And it's it's very it, like a cartoon A-team. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah, the, it's not it. even just the A team, right? <laughs> right? It's like the cartoon <laughs> version of the A team, right? Oh man! Uh, but uh, <clears throat> the one thing that's good, there are a couple moments that are okay, but mostly the stuff that's trying to be funny is uh, <laughs> okay. is so like talking down to you and right. stuff. All right. And uh, but the one good thing is Brad Pitt's in it, yeah, as this like super like you know special forces guy like. He gets hired to go. Re- she gets kidnapped. Yeah. He, he gets hired to go rescue her, and he's he's like a one man army, right? And he really is, right. right? And he ends up, you know, spoiler alert. He ends up. I mean, you can tell he's not in like the sure. marketing or the right. trailer, right. so he's not gonna last long or whatever. Right. He ends up getting killed like fairly early, right? Um, but while he's in it, he really is like he's like Mr. Super. That's awesome. Badass, man. like you can't even believe, right? And it's like this giant compound, and he just, like, strolls in <laughs> we'll and rescues everybody. Her. <laughs> <Right>. And, <it's, coughs> and he, he is actually really pretty funny. fun to watch. The whole part that he's in the movie is cool. Uh, but the rest of it is so weird. And so she's like a romance novelist in this, right? Yeah. And the movie even has a part <laughs> where uh, at one point... Uh, I, you know, I can't. Even, I can't think of the guy's name, Channing Tatum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, wow. I'm trying to take totally a everybody. Totally blanked him yeah, on no, his name. Okay. Um, but there's even a part in it where, like, she's a romance novelist and she writes like schlock, dreadful romance. Yeah. In her words, like, oh, okay, right. And yeah. she, and she basically like kind of hates herself for for it for doing it. Mm-hmm. And and she's super famous. I mean, she's right. super popular. Her books you know sell like mad right she's huge right um but it's kind of like and and she wants to be done she wants to not do it anymore because she just can't stand doing it right right? (laughs) uh and and so there's even this part like the the movie builds in this part where he starts talking to her about how she calls her own stuff schlock and he's like you know uh people get happiness out of reading your books and don't demean your own fans by calling it schlock. And, and, you know, you know, he has this whole like speech about it and it's supposed to like, move you be interesting or something. (laughs) I don't, I don't know, but it's, but it's basically like the movie's own built in defense, right? Right. Like don't don't, take us, don't knock people who like this movie just because it's, Horrifically stupid, and brainless. And, yeah, right, right, <laughs> right. Just because, let people like what they like. Right, like if, <laughs> right. if somebody bullied. likes it, there's right. nothing wrong with that. Right. right. Uh, I mean, it was, it was such a weird moment when he starts like giving this speech. Yeah. Like, because it's like if a character in a romance novel started sure. giving Broke, that speech right. or whatever,
1: his, that's too bad. I thought when we we were gonna try to go see it and something you know whatever it was came up. But I thought that looked just fun, like I I was not right. amped for it. But I was kind of interested to go to it. But you know, that blows. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> that really it, sucks.
0: It's it's hard to watch because it's, uh, and you know I don't really have anything. It's I, just bad. I oddly don't have anything against like, rom-coms. like oh, I thought you were going to say Sandy Bullock. You would think gonna gonna that I like, would. That's right? a lie. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> I mean, it seems like I should. No. Even, like, some of the... They're dumb- fun. Even, like, some of the dumber ones, right? Like, you've got, like, a some romantic comedy, and it's got, like, just a goofball premise. Right. And I don't care how much you actually like the premise and right. go, oh, that's you a good premise yeah, or whatever. No. It's a goofball <laughs> premise.
1: Yeah, they always are.
0: And, and the movie basically has to spend some of its time fighting against its own premise to try and convince you that it's not like a really goofy thing, but you know, most of the time there is, uh, some interest level in the main characters that they have some kind of, you know, on screen chemistry and they, Mm -hmm. you know, spar with each other and, and, you know, whatever, and then you know they usually have some comedy about them that's actually pretty funny, right? right? right. That, that even in uh, some of the goofballiest yeah. rom coms that I've watched, even when I didn't like them, they had those. There's things. still some stuff in it where you go. I mean, all right, that was, that funny, was good, right? Yeah, I mean, right. it's like they're at least trying to do something funny. And this one, really, all of the humor is uh, based around like you know. Uh, Brad Pitt has like this tiny car that they're driving mm-hmm. off into the jungle, right? Sandra Bullock is tied to a chair, and suddenly mm-hmm. we're rescuing her, and we're like oh we we don't have time to untie you from the chair, right. so we're just gonna take the whole chair right Now we're trying to stuff her in the back of this tiny car while she's attached to a chair right and it's like <sighs> this is where on. we're at this yeah. is where we're at, or yeah. it's uh <laughs> it's just based on. You know, how moronic he is and, mm-hmm. and how much of a, a goof he acts like because he's this, you know, uh, some weird uh, – he's a model that's mm-hmm. like really his, sharp his, his gig, still, right? right. Um, he's just the cover model of her books. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah, it's just like he's such a, you know, kind of useless doofus that that's what's funny or something. And I don't know. It's just – didn't work for me.
1: Somebody was asking me the other day, it was weird, it came up, Romantic Comedies, and we were talking, and I'm like, they really don't, it's weird, they don't make them anymore. The fall of the fall of theaters, for some reason, the fall of theater, i have to look, because this was just a, us riffing in the park like while we're walking our dogs, but the fall of theaters from COVID means certain films aren't being done as much, and I was thinking it, it would make more sense, because streaming is so viable to just churn out. Like Hallmark films. Right, right. Just churn out rom coms left and right. And we were talking about the last good one that we had seen. And I remember the first thing that came to mind wasn't the best last good one I saw, but it was the Seth Rogen, Charlie's Theron political one. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that wasn't bad. <laughs> that was all right. It was okay. Yeah, yeah. But I you know, I started thinking and then I was watching I was watching just random shows last uh last week. And it's funny that it came up exactly when it did, but it was the Will Smith Kevin James film Hitch, that's wow. a pretty good that's a pretty good rom com, but it's ages old now. Right. And I turned it on exactly at the scene that I just wish they had blurred out. He's teaching them how to dance, and Will Smith pretends to slap Kevin James across the face, and I'm like, <laughs> man, you got to drop a needle here, and Chris Rock's got to break right, in. Right. There's gonna be a fourth wall now. Couldn't watch the thing nearly the way I used to, but I'm surprised that. Streaming just doesn't have like a rom-com channel the way that Netflix like has. You can look for programming based on like action. Yeah, or, you or. know,
0: I I think that it's just turn uh, these things. Out there. It is really like one of the things where it's clear that uh, the close of theaters killed it because you know like those are the date movies, right? right. I mean, right. So you're going to the Safe, theater, easy, and yeah, you're going on a date, but you don't go on a date and like. <laughs> We'll just <laughs> Go. watch it on Netflix right. or something. No, I mean, that so means you're in my house. Like, and- uh, you know, the movies that you can just churn out, right? Yeah. Are the movies that women are watching by themselves or men? Yeah, but I was just gonna say, <laughs> hang on now. Hey, I'll, all right, look, <clears throat> right. the Hallmark Channel is marketed towards women. Totally, and, uh, get off my back, right? But it's, right. but it. It doesn't there's not like a rom com channel, right? No, I know. Where it's uh should be. it's like date night no, I know. movies and but we're just gonna stream it, you know. I don't know. So I yeah. told them to watch I told them to watch the
1: Ashley Judd Hugh Jackman film and they'd never they had no idea Hugh Jackman was in a rom com. And I'm like, I think it's someone like me, someone oh, someone something yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's actually that's actually a breezy, easy thing because Hugh Jackman is talented as hell, right. and Ashley Judd is doing a good job right. you know it's just a comedy of
0: threes company who's in the kitchen errors at one point but you <laughs> got to get bad you know yeah all right uh so that's more than enough about that <laughs> other things to talk about on streaming uh netflix has a uh, heart in case you don't know about that which everyone does already mm. um that's a cool show although my daughter hates it because it's not like the books so keep uh-oh. that in mind uh-oh uh, the the Pentavert is out now on Netflix, oh. which is uh, Mike Myers, and yeah. he plays like fifty different Again. characters right. in the thing, and it's all about the this other Illuminati yeah. theory where where uh, <laughs> these five guys run the world and you know whatever i don't know yeah it's uh it has its moments i haven't watched too much of it it's not super funny and basically for me like i expect <laughs> mike myers to be funnier right so if mike myers is like
1: funny eh, okay even. that's kind of
0: funny then yeah. i'm disappointed right <coughs> <laughs> like right right uh it so it's okay I, but i like I said, i've only seen like two or three episodes of yeah. it i think all the episodes are out i'm not completely sure about that but hmm. um Netflix also has a new season of work and moms, oh which is a Canadian show and it's several seasons deep at this point, but the new season came out and that's a, that's a good show right now. If you're desperate for something Uh, that you could binge a lot of, cause there's a lot of seasons. Yeah. Um, And it's really a hilarious show, but it's, it's a very specific kind of humor, right? right. Like, you, like it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say because it's Canadian and it's not British, but it's almost like British humor. Right. Uh, but it's really funny. Huh. And the stars huh. of that show are uh, are great. Okay. And uh, I'm just going to talk about a couple more things. HBO Max um, has the staircase. Yeah. Which everyone is obviously talking about. And I really can't stand. Like, I can't, st- <laughs> I can't stand it, like, theoretically, yeah. right? Why? Uh, I haven't watched that much of it. Um, well, because, you know, I like I'm first introduced to this case, right? On like some episode of like Forensic Files or some crap. Right. Like I know, I've like, right. seen, know about seen it. the story from that. Yeah. Then they made the documentary, yep. uh, which is like, I mean, fine. It's a documentary or whatever. Um, but now it's like, uh, <laughs> now they've got like everybody's in this movie and it's just really weird. It's like, uh, it's like ghoulish at this point. Like the ma- the oh, making I of see this what you show. Mean. I know what
1: you mean now. Okay. It's
0: really weird and especially because um I mean, you know, spoiler alert, right? Like he didn't do it. <laughs> and and we and we go through this whole thing and uh and f- uh, finally cuz he gets convicted of it right. and finally he like pleads Whatever, a special kind of pleading guilty that I can't remember the name it's an, of.
1: It's an Alfred plea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where you plead that right. the state has enough
0: to convict you, but you're not going to admit to it. Right. Just the same. And and uh, just because basically what he would be weird, se- what he that. would be sentenced to, is less than the time that he's already right. served. So so we can just like go. wash our hands of it, and he can go on with his life or whatever. Yeah. Um. But he totally didn't do it. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, and the only reason he got convicted was because. You know, like Johnny Rockets pretending to be like a crime scene investigator <laughs> right. was like, yep, this is what happened. I yeah. mean, it's like such a goofy story. Yeah. Um, but now in this show, it's like we're looking at all this stuff about his life and his life with his wife. Then we have to watch the scene of his oh, wife really? dying
1: down the stair. And
0: like oh, we man. watch the <laughs> whole thing happen. Yeah, that's weird. And this is only a couple episodes in that right? is kind of ghoulish. It's a weird sensation. Uh, like, like it's it. it's really weird to watch it happen. But the weirder thing for me is like it's it like I haven't watched the whole thing, like I said. Um, but it's only a couple episodes in that we watch her die. We watch mm-hmm. the thing happen, right. right? So we know he didn't do it for the whole rest of the show. Right. <laughs> and yet we have to watch this whole show of, it, right. of all the stuff that happened. It's very weird. That I is don't weird. Know. Um in some sense, I guess it's probably well done, right? It's like Colin Firth is in it. You can't tell. Tony Collette is so in mad. it. so mad. Yeah, I'm like, I'm so biased against yeah. this as like uh, just a thing that exists, right? It's, um, you know, because people ask me about this every once in a while, right? Because, uh, you know, if you listen to our episode where we talk about how we come up with ratings and I say like, how well did this do what it was trying to do? Yeah. And how legitimate is it to try and do that? Right, because it's not whatever, enough to right? just
1: try to be. And like I this.
0: do get people ask me all the time, like, when does that come up? Right, right. And I'm like, well, here's where it comes here's, up. Here's one. <laughs> yeah, here's the new standard bearer. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's weird. I mean, the people in it are obviously doing and a talented good job. People, They're right? really talented people yeah. and everything. Right. And uh, it seems <laughs> it seems a little weird, kind of the way that we portray him because he was. Uh, before he was even convicted the first time, he had people making the documentary about it, Yeah, right? Right. And and from his perspective, right, he was like in government something, right? He was some kind of elected person or whatever he was. Um, But like from his perspective, right, it was he knew he didn't do it. Right. So he's Mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna get a documentary right. I'm gonna team clear. I'm gonna behind do me, right? And we'll watch all this happen, and it'll be fine because I didn't do it. Right. So I will win, and yeah. then I'll have this documentary about it. And yeah. then he ends up getting convicted. I want it's this just, thing. It's such a weird.
1: I want this thing to have more legs now, just for you. I want it to be a Broadway play, and then an audio book, <laughs> and a sequel, and then a sequel, and then a sitcom, <laughs> and, then and, a, then, a, and then a prequel. I want to <laughs> prequel, right? We follow the bird's life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, so
0: that is out so on uh, HBO Max. Also on HBO <laughs> Max is The Time Traveler's Wife, uh, the new series of it, which yeah. is uh, coming out episodically. Um, Not all dropping which at once. Uh, which I, yeah. have, I have discovered recently drives me flipping insane. Right? What? Did they like, drop them one at a time now? Because <laughs> now... You want to binge? Now I've got like a bunch of different shows... Yeah, I bet. ...that I have to watch like one at a time, and I'm like... Oh. It's so much oh. easier to watch four or five at once and be like, "Well,
1: I'm not watching this ever again." Well, right, or, right. Holy crap! I'm gonna wait. You know what? Well, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know. It's uh. But I'll uh, I'll tell you. Here's the thing. For anyone <laughs> invested in the Time Traveler's Wife or looking to be, Uh-oh. this is something that obviously has tons of fans already. Super yeah. popular Old. book. Uh, the movie was actually fairly was popular, well considering everything. Yeah. Right. Um, so. If you haven't, like, if you're a fan, I mean, you're already going to watch it. It doesn't matter. But if you haven't, or if you have some other exposure to it, right, I really didn't like the book a lot. The book was pretty good, right? Right. Um, But I felt like the book is, like, trying really hard not to be about what it's about. Right. And making you, like, do that work for and it. Make it be right. about it. Right. Or whatever, right? And I feel like that translated really well into the movie. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> right. That effort, that and, intent. And
0: so the movie did the same thing. It, where but the movie was still like pretty good. I like Rachel McAdams. Uh it's like Eric Eric Bana yeah. is uh it, is the guy and I like him. And uh and it was you know, it was trying to be a little bit more lighter rom com about the whole situation right. kind of thing. Right. Um, but I still got the same kind of sense. Like, I was like, uh, you know, I'm watching it going, uh, but you know what would really be good is if they would actually just tell this story right. and, and right. do Quit. what this story could do. Quit instead of beating around the bush. Right. They, yeah. and, and so there's only one episode that you can watch of the show, and mm. I already feel like it's a 100% better. Than, oh, really? Than the book or the that's movie? That's good. Wow. Because that's big. because that's hide. what it does, right? Embraces it. It just goes, look, man, right. This is about this, right. and and like it's very and also oh, that's cool. it, it does change some stuff uh, to a pretty good degree because there is this thing that happens at the end of the first episode, which is not anything unless I'm remembering something wrong that you get exposed to until way later in the book. God, I don't remember. Movie. I read so, the book, but I don't remember. Hardly any of it. So so there's that. But there's also, like, uh, in the first episode, uh, you know, you've got, like, old him running into young him yeah. or running into her, like, moments after a younger him was just there or yeah. whatever. Uh, because everything is happening all at the same time, time yeah. right? Um, and in this one, like, you know, he is... Re- young him is really pissed at old him old him is like ah like you know like there is a more serious like interaction uh and even when uh certain parts um when the older him is is talking to her yeah (laughs) to to his wife, wife right there is like a lot uh more like we're just let's not sugarcoat anything anymore and let's like, just do what this would be like. And it seems like they just kind of huh. crank things up on the story. That's cool. And, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's how other people hmm. got the book and the first anyway, movie, but not me. Right? I didn't. Yeah. Right. Um, so <laughs> it, it's a lot more. Interesting. That's cool. Uh, okay. And then uh, finally, well, not quite, finally. On Amazon, <laughs> they've got uh, new kids in the hall. And yeah. they've also got a new show, The Night Sky, which just yeah. started, uh, which is J.K. Simmons and Sissy yeah. Spacek. And it's a really weird show where there's old people traveling to other planets but not knowing what's going on. And you, as the viewer, have no clue what's happening. Right. And so it's... It's weird and we're gonna see if that works. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's it's cool. uh it's not exactly, you know, lost. Right. But that's good. But it's weird like lost, right? right? Except right. that there's no running. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's right. running from anything, right? <laughs> uh yeah. Old person's. But lost so is far actually, it's pretty interesting. A different and story. I really like J.K. Simmons anyway. Yeah. And then uh now finally on Disney Plus. Uh, and, you know, this isn't for every audience, but they've got The Quest uh, is out and the
1: quest? all
0: episodes are out. It is a remake of The Quest of a thing they tried to do on ABC around 10 years ago, maybe by now, where it's oh. like a game show, sort of. It's like a reality I think I vaguely show, show. Uh, where it's kids mm-hmm. and they basically go into this larping I <laughs> fantasy this. world yeah. situation and then they have to like do challenges and sure. stuff and this is like the massively upgraded version right, right. they're like and they are got like a whole castle there this is in. like what happens if we throw money behind it like right here we and go. it's uh it's got right <laughs> it's got crazy like special effects that's cool going on and uh and the kids have to do all this stuff and they have to like work together and sure and you know the evil is coming to take over, or right. whatever. Yeah, and it is really fun. Oh, cool! And it's I was like, gonna say, don't don't bum you me know? Out. It's uh, the kids on the show. I think the <laughs> I think the age range is like thirteen to sixteen. Like you can okay. only be between thirteen and sixteen to right. apply for the show or right. whatever. Um, so it's you know clearly like four younger audiences and whatever yeah. because Disney, fine, sure. Oh. Um, but it is really cool. Oh, it, it's cool. uh. It, it's really like you know, uh, even if this you can't make money, <laughs> right. just write it off and keep doing it. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, because it, that it, sounds cool. It's fun and it's you know kind of kooky, but yeah, you know, right. for kids to watch and and get some exposure to, you know, what if we just did some. Crazy right. fun and right, you know, ran with it. What like, if we like reran on, Nickelodeon right? ages right, right. ago? Like, let's right. just do that. You know, oh, that's cool. Uh, so check that out. All right. Um, so Firestarter, Firestarter, and uh, uh, I'm, you know, we all know the story, right? <laughs> <laughs> at this uh, point. I mean, there's a there's a couple versions. There's a, a movie there's, <laughs> that's uh, there's a few ways to check. It very out. popular. So now here's the thing, um, because I, you know, I want to. In a in a vague sense, I'm going to spoil things. Except it's not really spoiling anything because I'm not going to give away any actual information or anything like that. So, you know, don't worry about it. But uh, I'm going to uh, even before I give my rating, I'm going to like defer to you as someone who knows oh, much boy. more about Stephen King yeah. than me, and also someone who cares much more about Stephen King than yeah. me because yeah. anything that's in any way related to horror. Uh, I don't like Stephen King's stuff anyway. Yeah, I right. haven't read very much of it because yep. I don't read horror books. You don't right? like it, yeah. It's not in your interest. So why would you I don't I don't get horror books, right? Like they yeah. they don't do anything. It doesn't matter whose it is, right? Like they don't do anything for me. Uh other stuff that Stephen King writes I mostly love. Right. Yeah, but right. the horror stuff is not my thing. And Firestarter I don't think I've ever watched since a, a million since years it ago, came out right, right. <laughs> or, or I mean since know, forever since ago. it reran on something. Uh, <laughs> although I remember like I remember liking it pretty well, and I'm not going to ask like a bunch of details because as far as I remember, I mean you know it's fine. Things are different and you know whatever. But here's the thing that like threw me about this movie at the end, right? Yeah. Is that uh like this movie ends right and and it really is one of those things like we just ran out of money. Like, like the movie ends and it's like, and then nothing. Is that how this ends? Like, is that in the book?
1: No. And in the original, because I don't know if you remember, because I feel like I just don't really
0: remember. I was just talking.
1: I was talking to somebody about the differences between the two and they loved the original. And, and I said, if you love the original for a certain reason, you're going to like this one. Or if you love the original for. A very different, a different certain reason, reason right, right. you're gonna hate it right and the original film is is more i mean there's big differences with the book as always but if you consider an early 80s adaptation of a book there's always going to be huge differences it's it's more closer to the book the original this one is just run out of money like how do we wrap this up we don't have permission to shoot here anymore right <laughs> we'll film that and then maybe we can do something in-house you're like okay but we don't have no in-house so i guess that's that like right. that's how this ends yeah yeah that wasn't like an arbitrary thing
0: yeah i mean it was uh because it only affected th- you i mean that's exactly how yeah it and so me. the thing yeah. is like i i don't re- really remember too much about the original one and i don't even think i've ever read the book um i read it a long time ago. Uh, but but when this movie ended i was like really trying to think of the original movie <laughs> and yeah. i and i couldn't really remember it too well and i'm like is that what happened because really it's just like i don't know well, like right like you know it's okay. over now and and we leave or whatever well, in,
1: in a lot of weird ways you know trying to tell someone i mean this is this isn't how we normally do it but this is actually sort of fun to do too going back and forth in a lot of weird ways it's almost like the the telephone game Right. You know, where you start something that goes around the room and when it comes back to you, it's vaguely familiar, but it's really not the (laughs) story or the sentence that you just used. It's both like that and also sort of like the cliff note version of a cliff note version. Yeah. Like there are huge swaths of this Zach Efron version that the Drew Barrymore version, like it almost means you had to have been a fan of that because we won't include it because you know what happens. Right. And the reason that the we very more version you, has it We don't it, have to tell you that. Right, cuz you remember because, right. you remember that Charlie gets caught by the shop and then they go back. But you also remember that in the first one like George C Scott is this guy um, who's befriending her pretending to be a janitor to try to influence her and get, you know, poison her mind, etc. Right. Well, we're just going to skip all that. You right. just you remember there was a character who was like a Native American guy who gets her dad mad at him. Right. There's I mean there's like 30 minutes of this movie that's missing anything to do with any of that. You just this guy shows up. They have a fight and, and then that, he just that, like walks off. Yeah, there's you know. just like a phone call. And, so, and he gets So in a weird way yeah. it's almost like just photocopying a bad photocopy like you can read 15 of the 35 words but really you can only make out four now. Like right. it's just it's illegible as something that used to be sort of legible rate so it's just really all weird. right
0: so uh moving on to actually rating the movie yeah um so um, i like i was kind of surprised by this movie and i went into this with like no expectations i give it a six um hmm. mostly based on the fact that for that i watched this movie for a really long time and going eh, uh yeah but what's wrong this isn't so bad like yeah. um and uh i'll tell you <laughs> Going into, I can't stand Zach Efron. Oh, really? And wow, yet... That's big for... And yet, actually, he was okay He's doing. This. He's doing pretty well. He, you know? he was not bad at all. Um, <laughs> and my main problem with the movie, I think I would have liked this movie uh, a lot more. I think I could have easily liked this movie a lot more. Somebody could have taken like three weeks and just... Uh, somebody who just had a better idea honestly, of being a director and and getting everything to come together. Right. And shot a few more scenes and uh, explained things and not even necessarily explained things, but given things time to develop and make sense and stuff. (laughs) And I would have really liked this movie uh, because, you know, I don't, it was fun. I mean, it was, uh, it was fun. The girl was pretty good. She could have been better for me, but she was pretty good. And, uh, the stuff that she did, you know, you were, I was in it, right? I was like, Oh, let's see what happens with this or whatever. Right. right? Like, but I think exactly what you said, right. The whole movie just seemed like it was, uh, you know, somebody telling me a story they heard in class earlier and, and didn't have all the stuff in their head still right but, you know but and they got the they got the top moments they're, right they're giving and so you the it's like hits, they you know. got the gist of it right but uh when stuff happened all the stuff that happened was really just like the you know the shortcut version yeah of just saying this happened like we were just hitting the bullet points right. of what happens and we don't have to actually you know Show stuff or develop it or whatever. Right, it's like it. um, when you have yeah. like when you have like maybe twenty minutes of the movie, and you say, "Give me the synopsis of what happens in that in this twenty minutes," mm-hmm. and then that's all that happens. That's all. That happens. <laughs> right. There is no there is no working up to things. There is no the only things that kind of get explained are when Zach Efron just tells you those things yeah right <laughs> like he just says remember how this is this and that is that right and all and this stuff way, yeah and that's all that you get for like you know any kind of uh background or any kind of like development of the character or whatever and the the only thing that in the whole movie i think that is actually trying to be movie like <laughs> right is when he's got the scene where you know he's working as a person to help you quit smoking where we get to see him yeah right you know being his character for a while when someone's not chasing him or you know whatever and and it just was it was really like I was struggling against the movie trying to like it because the more I tried to like it, the more it tried to run really fast away from its story or whatever, you know? Right. So, but it still for me managed to sex. And I mean, I would kind of recommend it to people. If you have any, if there's any chance that you'll like this, you'll probably like it well enough anyway.
1: It's weird. I know, you know, being a fan of horror, being a fan of horror films and even fiction, you know, knowing there are factions in horror, you know. There's like in anything. There's the faction. Like it's not exactly the same thing, but it's the easy one for me to go to because you know I'm not wild on British humor, right. you know. And it's funny bringing up like the kids in the hall and even Canadian humor. Like in a in a weird way, reminds me of this. Like I think I have a great sense of humor. I hate Monty Python. I don't get it. I never <laughs> right. did. But I love Yellowbeard, and Yellowbeard is Monty Python just with one guy missing. So is it that guy I hate? <laughs> you know, it's just this funny thing where. Horror has similar things like The Ring and other things I've talked to you about. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm not afraid of wet hair or sticks. Blair Witch doesn't scare me. Like <laughs> right. there's I grew a faction up in the woods. Right, I so. grew up. <laughs> I'm not afraid of like walking alone in the woods and seeing a pile of sticks. Like hey, that's you know the backyard, not like there's a witch. <laughs> right. You know. So this is this is interesting because I know a bunch of people who are really excited about it because they love what House is doing. And I counter that with them all the time, and I'm like, you just love the way it looks. Like, you're really just pining for the film that you liked in 1984. You just want it to look flashy like this does. Uh, This film's a mess. This thing sucks, and I'm very, very gracious to give it two, you know. I I struggled a lot. At times, it's fun enough in quick bursts for me to be almost three, and then it just undercuts everything that is working... But I'm standing on a different ground in this regard. I did, I did read the book. I remember really liking the book. I don't remember loving the book, but I remember really liking it. But I was young enough to think, like, I'm young enough. I could be a fire starter. Right. Like, I'm, I'm like 12, you know, when I'm reading it. I enjoyed the Drew Barrymore film more in nostalgia. I don't know that I loved it when I saw it because I think it's just an okay adaptation of a book. But again, in 1984, you're not going to get a real faithful adaptation of anything. That's part of the deal. So when I'm watching this film, there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm comparing it, even though it's not fair to do, but it's completely fair to do with the Drew Barrymore film. I'm comparing it against the book, which is always unfair to do. you know. And this thing comes up dry everywhere it it reminds me i'm trying to find the best metaphor for it and i'm struggling you know if if you've got a car but you take the engine and the brakes out and you're just like well we just push it over this hill we'll still have a car no you're driving a hollowed out shell of what it's supposed to be and only through appearances like giving you the idea of what you think you've got watching them watching them go through this film and just like like what you said, it's like the bullet points. It's like going into a restaurant and unless you find like a diehard Stephen King fan or a diehard movie fan just saying, do you remember Firestarter? What happened? You're like, okay, well, her hair blows right. when she uses the power. It zooms in. There's like a weird humidifier sound. So we know her. she's doing her things. When he does his thing, he puts his head in his temples or right, his hand right. to his temples uh, there's a lot of fireballs, like, and they're writing it down, okay, film that right. There's no exposition, there's no narrative. You know, one of the things that the Drew Barrymore film got right as much as it could that the book really delivers on is the amount of time that expires between Charlie being with her dad and in the hands of the shop, and that pressure and anxiety and the wedge that's being driven like that that's effective. All that happens here is we we kidnap her briefly and then like three minutes later she's exploding everything. Right. Like it just I mean felt, it does
0: it doesn't really happen at all. Right. I mean it in, just in any actual sense, right. right? She is she is really never like captured. In trouble. By them, right. right. She. Right? I, mean, I mean, they
1: get him, she goes, she finds them right. because they increase this weird, like psionic mapping skill that I guess helps move the story along. Right. I remember when we watched, it's funny to rate this by not talking very much about it, but I remember when we watched Carrie and I was curious and I looked up the running time of the new one, which I didn't like, and the Sissy Spacek one, which is still pretty much a classic. It's just outdated. And it was the exact same running time. And I thought, man, you guys used every minute very differently because the original tells a story and this just shows special effects. Right. This one's about 25 minutes shorter than the Drew Barrymore one. And man, you feel that stuff. Yeah. You know, in the in the Drew Barrymore film, it does a good amount of service to set up that we know her dad isn't gonna make it. The power is killing him even when he doesn't use it. Right. And in this, he I love the effect of his eyes bleeding. Like that's a that's a neat kind of effect because it makes people squirm. But in in the book and in the older film, you know, that's where Art Carney and and uh his wife come in, Louise Fletcher, and and they come in and they're like well, we have this farm and we're going to teach you basically like Ma and Pa Kent. We'll show you how to control your power so you don't light the world on fire. And we're good people. Here, they briefly show, you know, the guy who runs the farm. Right, right. With a really weird, you know, backstory that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to set up anything except a place to facilitate the quick action to get to a rushed end just so we can show some interesting special effects I just felt from even the start of the film, when I was pretty I was pretty open to it being good, you know, I heard a few people uh, that I talked to said, oh, the best part was like the opening credits where they talk about this government agency, the shop, which did all these trials on college kids, which is how his parents, her parents right, got right. these powers and on and on. And I'm like... It, Again, it does a bit more in the original film, but in the book, like there's a long exposition about like why this is happening and who the shop was, and it's great because it sets them up for the f- everything I blathered to say this everything in the book and the original film sets up something that eventually has to be addressed and reconciled with a conflict in the film it, and in this, it's just backstory it's like fifteen seconds for credits right and while well, we showed you the farmer. But you remember what they did in the other movie. Okay, so we'll move on. You know, and and it just goes on and on, let alone talking about how the very end of this film makes zero sense at all. And the character, um, Rainbird, acts so out of character for both who they've established in this film, even if there is no source material from a film or a book. Just the things that, I don't know if I really want to spoil it, because I know some people probably do want to see it, but the things that he does at the end of this film, I don't believe. Well,
0: The choices she
1: makes with him, I don't believe.
0: And and you know, it wouldn't wouldn't be so bad, right? It wouldn't be so bad, except that, like you just said, none of it is, not only is none of it earned, but it doesn't even try to earn any of it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he is one character saying one thing to her dad, right and and then, like a minute and a half later, it, you know now he's doing this stuff right, and there there isn't even anything in between there isn't any uh we we tried and we failed to earn it, right there's just I say it's this now so now right, <laughs> and now it's just because magic right or, and and it doesn't do it doesn't do anything which is uh, all of the problem that I have with it because it it's exactly the same thing as you're just like de- delivering the bullet points right? right It's like you get to the next scene and you're like well what happens in that scene well now he's this right because when you're just saying the bullet points you, you don't have to talk about right how we got there right you just it's just that this is a look, thing that happens bullet point. and okay now yeah. it happened and, yeah. it, and it doesn't it doesn't even try and uh, you know the other thing is like you said, I think that uh, not just how she interacts with him at the end. Right. But I think how she interacts with everyone, even though it's a weird use of the word interacts with them, Right. right? Right. But once we get to the very end, and basically, you know, she is like gone now. Right? right. Like now she, now shit just got real. Right? right. I think all of that is a little weird. Right. Yeah. Every time there's a pause at all, I'm like, eh. mm-hmm. I mean like, you know, she's just like the Hulk now. Right. And that's how right. she should act. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, well, and, and you know,
1: I feel like I, I feel like I threw a bunch of scattershot stuff out. The first, I think that, I think that Zach Efron and the girl, <clears throat> They have an okay rapport. I I didn't disbelieve that. I feel like really, I like Zach Efron. I don't know him, but I like what I see in other interviews. Like it's funny to see somebody on like the Graham Norton show and be like, "Wow, that that dude's really personable." Right. You know. I mean, that's a weird human validating outfit. You know. But I saw him on Graham Norton. I thought it was really great. I like him as a person. I actually think he's fairly talented. I just think he's cursed with looking beautiful, and that you know, that's hard to come by. I think really all they did to him was put on a beard and call him a dad. Right. You know, I mean, he raises his voice a few times. I don't believe, I don't believe in several of the situations that he acted fatherly until, you know, I'm like, okay, he's the dad I'm filling in everything. Right. Right. You know, there's, there's all kinds of stuff between, between rain. Well, there's all kinds of stuff between that character who befriends Charlie when she's separated from her father that actually is like the meat of her story, which is, you know, we see her in this film practicing. She's lighting animals on fire, you know, and he teaches her the lesson like, well, you got to finish it. Right. Can't let it suffer. And she's like, oh, but there's no, there's no, there's like a weird lack of Drew Barrymore's tears there. Like she's strangely sociopathic at times. Right. And I get that she's struggling with this and, and this sounds like a slam on the young actress. It really isn't. I think she was asked to do and delivered what she was asked
0: to do. Right. I just think but the it, version it is, of that is that, way wrong. Yeah, that particular scene is uh, bad, but you also made me think of uh, one of the other things I wanted to mention, which is just like the parents, right? Um, yeah. Because her parents are like at odds. Right. About mm-hmm. her. And, you know, obviously she's years and years old. Right. And they have always... Had you know differing views of what should happen, yeah, and we don't really get anything to hang our hat on with that either, except right. that they just say that they are right right, and they <laughs> don't they don't we don't see anything they don't do anything with that, yeah, except that they just say it at each other, which is awful yeah but even but with that scene, I agree completely because uh it's really kind of like he did not actually. Impart any theory on her, right? Because you know, his side of that scene is I've got a teacher that she can't let, right? The cat suffer, right? But her side of it is, Well, I mean, whatever. So now I have to kill the cat, right? I just gotta step on that. (laughs) I mean, mean, give,
1: give, I, I mean, give David Keith, the guy who played Drew Barrymore's version of the dad, this there's an awful lot of time spent sometimes. In a very believable, but maybe this is like an eighties way of growing up, because you and I grew up in a time where not only could your parents put their hands on you, you know, I'm not talking about smacking you around, but sure, smacking you around, but your neighbors could do it too. (laughs) Like if you were if you were on somebody's property, your neighbor grab you by the arm and bring you home. And that was okay. There are scenes where David Keith grabs Drew Barrymore and he's scared for his kid because he's got the weight of everything on him. His power is killing him, his wife is gone. His daughter is a nuclear warhead at any moment about to go through puberty, and she doesn't know how to control it. And he wants her to be safe, but also everybody to be safe. And he shows that through frustration, fear, anxiety, love. You know, I don't want to make him sound like he missed an Oscar on this, but he's actually got a fair amount of humanity in this moment. Right, right. And I think Zac Efron could have done that. I don't think the screenplay for this was more than three or four pages, you know. And <laughs> it just eight. said, "Remember, she shoots missiles. Remember, the hair blows back. Remember, you remember that scene in the film where the guy gets tricked because he pushes him and thinks it's a one dollar bill, but really it's a hundred. Right. Well, we got to put that in, you know. They hit those things, but they didn't take the time to understand why those things meant anything to the story at hand. And because of that, you have this chop suey, weird version of." Like, it's not even like you get any vowels. You just get the Scrabble tile dumped in front of you. And I'm like, I hope you know how to spell a word, you know, without consonants and vowels. You just right. got Y's and K's. Is just such a mishmash of opportunity. And, in my opinion, it also didn't even look that great. Like, the updating of it. Right. The, the, the special effects. There's some things that you just, well, like, wow, okay, we can do anything with that. With CGI now, it looks fantastic. And it does. But this weird, herky-jerky, Bloomhouse thing that they're doing, I just thought it's so clumsy and ineffectual. They don't even know what they're doing is reinforcing why Stephen King's stuff, as biased as I am, is one of the hardest things to translate because either the story shouldn't have been translated in the beginning because it's a six-page short story, (laughs) or you translated it wrong because you didn't understand the
0: human element all along
1: and what made everybody love the
0: book yeah and you know what's also weird um and, and since I gave it a much higher rating than you, i mean yeah. I, you know I did like but I, I, I did I wish like, i had fun with i it. did like yeah. a lot of it i wish i did. i have no baggage like you right, right. I've got i tons. i barely remember I yeah. remember the really the the you know three times over Cliff Notes version yeah, right. of, From, yeah, of what know. happens yeah. in it. I mean, I remember the very rudimentary story. I could write a synopsis to yeah, put yeah, on the back right. of the yeah. DVD, but that's <laughs> right. like as much of it as yeah. I really remembered. Um, but I I had uh, a lot of fun with, mm. um, I, I think mainly that the movie was... Oh, just trying to let some stuff happen, right? Yeah. And not yeah, okay. overly I get that. preach about it. And it just was pretty fun. And I had very low expectations. But um, but I liked the girl most of the time. Yeah. And I liked just kind of going through the general story and it was pretty good. The closer it got to the end, the worse it was. Um, because yeah. it really just established yeah. that it wasn't trying at all, mm-hmm. you know, and, and all of these things, uh, that we've talked about, you know, I didn't, I didn't like them either, but I did, I didn't care about them too much. I know. You know, there know. were, there were a lot of things <laughs> where I was like, eh, I wish that wasn't like that. <laughs> but you know, the thing that stands out is that it's such a curious thing. Like why make a Ste- a Stephen King movie right now? Right. And have, like, three weeks of production. Like, that's what this movie feels like more than anything is that every scene in this movie was, like, one take. And they were like, whatever, good enough. Right. (laughs) And they, they like, went on. Right. And they're like, I want you to be like this. I want you to be like this. Go. All right. That happened. So fine. Like, nothing is, uh, could we maybe do that again? Yeah, right. (laughs) I, got, I think i got a better take like, on this. Like it just doesn't well, seem like it feels like a TV show where, uh, you know, you really only have so long. Mm-hmm. You can only get it so good. Even like if you're making a sitcom where, you know, you're <laughs> trying to crank them out or whatever. Right? right. And we've seen the blooper reels. You get lots yeah. of different takes and stuff. But you only get so many. Right. And then one of them is what we have to use, right? Right, right. <laughs> it's like... Even, even the middle... I know we're
1: going to get out of here pretty quick. I I can't believe I didn't take a swing at these people, and I'm going to do it real quick. Even at the midpoint of the film, which is, again, it's only a 90-minute film with credits. So, I mean, you know, 30 minutes in, you're at the midway point, you know, for another half hour... It it gets so awful. I thought for sure I was going to remember certain lines of dialogue just to reiterate it, and I love that my brain wouldn't hold that crap in my <laughs> head. But it, it's fine to see. It's fine to see Kurtwood uh, Smith. You know, even if he's just a quick cameo as the doctor, who's like you know the shop director. Um, who I had to look up her name because I was afraid I was going to mess it up, Gloria Rubin. She played Captain Hollister, which in the original was played by Martin Short. She's the person that runs the shop, the government agency, and she goes to this doctor and she's like, you know, we need these things. I need your help because you started the shop. They speak in the worst cliched lines for like 35 minutes, and every single thing I hear, I'm like, oh, my God, make this stop. (laughs) And I mean, it is awful. It is so awful I can't remember it. She's probably a fine actress. I know he's a good actor, they should be embarrassed yeah, that every, they had to film
0: everything that, that she is. Every in word is she horrible. says,
1: and it's walking around like you don't know my. Res- I can't even make bad and, dialogue and up. Know, the the it worst. Was horrible.
0: The worst part about her. Uh, so every uh, I gotta. Compl- I gotta completely agree with you God, on that. Every single part of the movie that she's in is absolutely abhorrent. Is just complete mm-hmm. garbage. Right. Every scene that she's yeah. in. To the extent that, like, you might not know what's going to happen, right? Right. And we get to the point where she's got dad. Yep. Right. And then you know, uh, the little the Charlie little, the, will come. Char- Charlie shows up. Right. And then she's in there with dad. Oh yeah. Oh, and God. as soon as she oh, talks God. to Charlie, right, oh, you go. She's dead. That's that. That is <laughs> like, as like as soon as she's ta- yeah. She's got such a. Uh, completely bonkers affect about her, yep. right? She knows that... Um, and it, here's another thing from the book or the movie. They have like these... Uh, you know, they put in these contacts. Yes. And, and that's some sort of protection. Yep. And I'm like, that's stupid. That's so dumb. <laughs> I'll melt those
1: contacts. And then <laughs> I mean, what do you got? It, it, was, yeah.
0: re- it was really, really weird. I like weird. the idea
1: of it, but it was just dumb.
0: Um, but the thing... Like, she has... Uh, and I don't really remember uh, the character from the first movie much, like yeah. just barely, right? But she's got this weird affect where it's like uh, she knows that she's working with people who have right. massive mental powers, yep. right? Who could, you know, kill people with, a, with thought. a thought, yeah, with like no effort or whatever, yeah. And her whole demeanor. Is like she is uh, somebody in the 1800s running the railroad talking to like the Chinese workers or something. Right. Never thought. Yeah. Like what what can this character mean? What can this be about? This makes no sense. It's almost like like, everyone she deals with. Would have treatment. killed her by now. <laughs>
1: Even guys right. who so don't have mental powers <laughs> would have just I mean, hit just, her with a stapler. So it's it's almost like a caricature of Viola Davis in the Suicide Squad, who is just not because right, she's a black right, woman, right, right. but she's in charge of this government thing. She talks tough. She can pull the trigger. But she's
0: at least but got bombs in I, their head. Right. right?
1: <laughs> that's that's the one thing. You're right. This woman's just walking around with like a trench coat, right? And, and she's an attitude, got nothing. And yeah. there's not a thing to it. And it's the ending took away easy three stars for me in one moment, her performance and, and those scenes with her three stars in one, like it's yeah, just, yeah, it yeah. was so, so and, bad.
0: And, uh, we got to get out of here, so, but, anyway. but here, here's the thing that oh, uh, really like threw me for a loop, right? Yeah. We spend a whole lot of the movie, not knowing what Charlie's powers are, right? Yeah. Like she's some sort of fight, like she is, Uh, She is like the next generation, right? Right. We didn't make her in a lab. We haven't studied her for a long time. Yep. She is, uh, they had a kid who ended up having powers. Yeah. And what the heck are we? And she has to go talk to the guy who's in the loony bin playing with his pixie sticks or whatever. That guy, yeah. And go, this is is what happened. This is this and that is that. And he's like, you have no idea or blah, 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 blah. And then we get to that end scene and she's like, Oh, I don't think so. Charlie, if you kill me, you kill him. And I'm like, how do you know? Right. How do you know? I can't just like
1: light your head in fire, drill (laughs) a
0: laser through your brain or something (laughs) like how you don't know anything about my powers. I could set, why can't I just set you on fire? And then at the, and then at the end, yeah, she does. Right. Have to kill them both. Right. And it's like, but why? Why right. She set just that little cat on fire right. and she didn't like blow up the right. whole surrounding area, right? All of a like sudden, how Wichita Blaze. How is that? <laughs> how is that? I, how they that
1: missed works. such a great opportunity in that moment too where she turns around, she's getting ready to try to get out of there and they all come in with the super fire retardant outfits and the fireproof room. Right. And that's the moment in, in a in a book where Charlie would be like, "Well, let's see what I can do." Right. Let's see. Let's see how much protection that offers. Because there's no room like this I've been in that will tell me. Let's let's find out. Because I'm pretty pissed what she right. did to my dad, but also the unearned anger in the book and in the movie that she was deceived by Rainbird, like right, literally right. turned against her father, literally lied to for, and she's been in there. She's been in their possession, for lack of a better term, for not days or weeks, but you get the sense it's months. Like she's really being deprogrammed right. and she's pissed and she's a kid and she's got emotions and now let's see what burns right you know right. but in this it's just like oh I guess I'll just scream because I want a close up visual of wavy lines near my mouth and my hair being blown back are you giving me a freaking oh god don't see this film oh <laughs> god what a piece of crap
0: oh all right uh, anyway <laughs> that's enough of that that's okay that. Um next week man. we'll be doing man Hopefully. right yeah and other things and uh yeah and other things still to talk about which i didn't even get to talk about senior year and i really wanted to I watch um but uh yeah so next week is Men, and then the week after that is maverick and yeah. uh we gotta go with aviators on yeah we gotta
1: go we gotta go full biden and uh, put the aviator glasses on
0: yeah that's what we'll do no, uh no. thanks for tuning <laughs> in and uh we'll see you next week right. yeah. Bye. Yeah. bye Hey listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by are and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to are or are to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord,